0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Yesterday morning, in the cathedral of St. Thomas More in Arlington, Bishop Laverde ordained five young men to the diaconate. In the fall, two of their classmates who have been studying in Rome will be ordained to the diaconate. So their whole class to be ordained priests next year, total seven. And that follows on the heels of Bishop Laverde ordaining seven this coming Saturday to the priesthood, two of whom you know very well Deacon Scott Cena, who's been assigned here for the last two years, and Deacon Mauricio Pineda, who lived in McLean here in the parish for many years since his emigration from El Salvador. And as a parishioner, he'll be offering his first Mass of Thanksgiving in a week on Sunday at 4 p.m. with a reception afterwards and you don't even have to RSVP for that. Obviously, I ask you to pray for them, Uh, but in a very particular way at the end of Mass, at the end of the homily, I'll ask you to pray for them because of what we're celebrating in the mystery of the Ascension of the Lord. Our Lord went away But promised that he would stay with them. And he said that this would be a good thing. Not just a good thing for him. It it was good for us. It would be. It has been good for us. That he ascended into heaven. In our opening prayer, we ask the Lord to help us rejoice and give thanks for this that our Lord in his, in his bodily form is taken away from us? Why would we be grateful for that? Why be thankful? Consider a few particular ways in which our faith would be even that much more difficult if our Lord were still here in his regular bodily form. We sometimes too easily envy the apostles and wish that we had been there 2,000 years ago. That we could have seen him and touched him. Maybe even like St. Thomas, probe the marks in his hands and his side. The badge of honor from the crucifixion. I'm not sure that envy is worth our, our effort. At the very least, we shouldn't envy Or even imagine the desirability of our earthly existence continuing on as the apostles' earthly life would have continued on had our Lord not ascended into heaven. So what are the things that would have been more difficult? It would have been very difficult for the apostles to appreciate the fact that at Pentecost, they were being visited by a divine person, the Holy Spirit. Not God the Son, not God the Father, but a divine person, God the Holy Spirit. If our Lord had been with them in the room when this was all happening, it would have only been understandable as simply something that Jesus was doing. His power on display. In order for the Holy Spirit to be recognized as a divine person, as much as God the Son and God the Father, Jesus couldn't be there because the Holy Spirit came to continue what Jesus had done. In fact, to to bring it to fulfillment. And among the things that the Holy Spirit accomplishes and fulfills is our Lord's promise that he will always be with us And he remains with us not just in the abstract, not because we keep on thinking about him, and he lives on in our hearts in sort of some sort of uh, pagan immortality, an understandable yearning of the human heart that only makes us realize that Christianity is true. No, our Lord remains with us also with the Holy Spirit. Wherever God the Son is, there, too, is God the Father and God the Holy Spirit. Wherever the Holy Spirit is, there, too, is God the Son and God the Father. But obviously, our Lord was speaking of continuing to remain among us, too, in the Blessed Sacrament, in the Holy Eucharist, which was to be the is and remains the source and the summit of the Christian life. And how does the Holy Spirit fulfill that promise of Christ to remain with us? By working through bishops to ordain priests and then working through those priests to consecrate the blessed Sacrament? we believe this easily because there are there are those whom we've always known as bishops or those whom we've always known as priests and praying and preaching and presiding over the altar is just simply what they do they've always been in that category in our lives the priests with whom i grew up were priests i didn't know them in any other capacity Our Lord needs us to trust him, that his promises will be fulfilled. Our Lord needs us to trust him that the Holy Spirit really is God, that these apostles really do govern us, that they really do wield his power, they really forgive sins, they really do ordain priests. In some sense, to believe in the real presence, to believe in the blessed sacrament, is to believe all of the Christian faith. It involves believing that that man actually was changed. He really can turn bread and wine into the living, resurrected, glorified body, blood, soul, and divinity of Christ, which de facto means that we believe that that bishop actually exists and lives and serves and wields God's power and governs over us. It's all of a piece. So in some sense for the faithful, it's it's easy to believe all this. Who finds it hard to believe this? Most especially those men who are about to be ordained priests. That's who. Pray for them. Right now, if Deacon Mauricio or Deacon Scott took a piece of host and said, or even shouted, this is my body, nothing would happen, nothing whatsoever. But in a week, just in seven days, those same men, when they take this bread and say those words of Christ in whatever language the church permits. This is my body which will be given up for you. There is no more bread. It is the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus. And those brand new priests will be darn grateful that they will be surrounded by priests who will be saying the same words that they are. Because it's easy to believe that those guys are priests. It's hard to believe that I'm a priest. For many days after my ordination, I was a nervous wreck. Very eager to make sure that there was another priest at the altar. My brother, somebody else. And I had a good string going, maybe about a week, maybe a little over a week. And then finally, I was back in Rome to take my final exams. And there was a day when I, I had an exam in the morning, I couldn't attend the community mass, I had to offer a mass. And there was, there was no other you know, student priest who was there who needed to offer mass. It scared the living daylights out of me. I was gonna be the only priest at the altar. In desperation, I grabbed one of my friends and asked him just to come and, you know, say the responses, make sure I said everything right. Pray that their faith grows. Pray that they not be deluded into thinking that they've all of a sudden become great because that's not actually how they're going to feel in six days. They're gonna feel so pathetically unworthy that they will wince when you tell them congratulations. a Totally unfitting way to greet a newly ordained priest. Maybe say thank you, say God bless you, say I'll pray for you. But congratulations doesn't fit the traumatic experience that will have just taken place. Pray that that overwhelming feeling of unworthiness turns into gratitude and humility. So that then effortlessly they do the will of God and they continue to speak his words, not just the words of the sacraments at the altar, but the entire word of God, that they continue to proclaim it as the apostles did. The apostles didn't go out into all corners of the world saying, Jesus came into the world and it was in Jerusalem and it was a few years ago and you totally missed it. No, Jesus has come into the world and he remains in the world. And it's because of his ascension that it's even easier to believe that. The newly ordained priests may be comforted by the presence of another priest there, if our Lord were still bodily present in the world as he was 2,000 years ago, offering the Mass would be silly and unnecessary. Why am I doing this when he's right here? As much as World Youth Day is this big production, millions of people sometimes traveling all over, just to be at that particular place at that particular time, imagine the insanity if our Lord were were still bodily present in the world as he was 2000 years ago there would only be one mass only one occasion in one particular isolated part of the world everyone else would just simply be out of luck Nowadays, it'd be easy, we could just Skype him, but for 2,000 years, it would have been impossible. And then people would be paying attention, oh, he was in Iceland twice this year, he hasn't even you know, come by you know, our part of the world, or where is he now, or how, you know, why do we get the short end of the stick? Impossible, in order, our Lord knows us, and he knows what he's doing. In order for our Lord to be truly, really present everywhere, He had to ascend into heaven. And so at this altar, I urge you to pray. And not only to pray for these young men about to be ordained priests, that their faith grow, that their decrepitude turn into grateful humility and generosity and the willingness to become holy But pray for yourselves too that your faith grows and deepens. It's not just the ordained and it's not just the consecrated to do amazing and miraculous things, things that would be impossible were it not for the the truth of God and His Catholic Church. All of you do, all of you proclaim the Word of God, all of you manifest the transforming power of the Holy Spirit by your lives by your families, your households, everything you do. And not just in a, in a, in a happy, pat-yourself-on-the-back sort of way, but in the difficult things that prove that this was the work of God, this was not a human accomplishment. To be good, no matter what, is a miracle. To be joyful and hopeful no matter what is a work of grace. Consider how ridiculous the incarnation would have been if our Lord had written a book, for instance, and that there were pages where our Lord had taken a pen or a stylus and had written scribbled things on a piece of paper or vellum. That thing, if, if that existed, and if we still had it, would be a totem. All of a sudden, that thing that Jesus had touched, it'd be more important than the message inside. Our Lord didn't write a book. He scribbled in the dirt once. What did he do? He conveyed his truth to his apostles. And he left his remaining presence in the sacraments. In an analogous way, when your loved ones pass away and we miss them, there's something we want to hold on to. As human beings who are body and soul, it's not that simple. What is more permanent, what actually matters more, is what they did to you and to your soul. Did it leave a lasting impression? And what have you done with that? Have we learned from it? Have we continued that good work of God through that person? And if so, and possibly enough at a certain point in time, we will almost begin to be grateful that they left us. Not just because we look forward to being with them in heaven, if, please God, we get there ourselves, but because God forced us to grow in a way that would never have been necessary if they hadn't left us that we grew in hope and faith and peace and charity in a way that would would never have been never been needed and so our lord is taken up into heaven and the apostles did rejoice they didn't go scurrying back to Jerusalem, afraid as they did 40 days earlier. They were praising God publicly in the temple. They were doing the work of the church and praying for discernment and guidance, of, guidance from heaven to make a 12th apostle to continue the work of the church and were obediently waiting and praying. Praying because Jesus said to stay until they were clothed with power from on high. They were not afraid. They were grateful and joyful. Aware that the Holy Spirit would continue to teach them in continuity with what Christ taught them. And so as we find ourselves liturgically in these intervening days, we can join them. The Novena to the Holy Spirit between Ascension and Pentecost. It's online. There are printed copies in the church lobby. Pray. Pray that our faith deepen. Pray that the faith of our future priests deepen. Pray that the world might come to know our Lord because of what he's written on your hearts. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit.